This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in-depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in-depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. You're listening to Sports Better's Paradise on the Bet Rivers Network. All right, Jimmy, out with Aaron Renning talking some college football. We uh, d- d- looking at some college football. We're eleven games over five hundred for the record uh, collectively. Uh, er, Matt, uh, <clears throat> Matt Humans, Paul Stone, and Bruce Marshall. So, um, er, let's get to it and. I'm not happy about this one because my biggest uh, win total bet was under three and a half for Georgia Tech. How in the hell did they go up to Pittsburgh and win by th- three touchdown underdogs? I'm still alive, but I need Duke to go into Atlanta and take care of business this weekend. It's a game that you've circled uh, as yeah. well. So tell me if I got a shot here. I hope so. I, I'm going to lay it with Duke uh, here on the road, laying the uh, three points, Jimmy. And, you know, obviously it's – you know, pretty straightforward uh, handicap uh, as far as programs going in absolute different directions. I mean, Mike Elko uh, has come in here to Duke and, you know, not the easiest job in the world and, you know, has really turned everything around. I mean, defensively, they couldn't uh, stop anybody, uh, uh, just not covering the number at all towards the end of the year. Sometimes, you know, you can able to take advantage of that when a team or a program kind of essentially quits and just getting blown out game after game. Uh, obviously, Duke has had uh, plenty of uh, value uh, with them moving forward this season. Now, the schedule was a little bit light, you know, early. Temple, Northwestern, North Carolina, uh, AT&T. But, you know, sometimes it just works out where – you know, you're able to win those games, Jimmy, and you build a lot of confidence. You get player buy-in, and you know they've really taken off. I mean, you know, the game against Kansas, they were, you know, they they did not quit. They kept coming back. They kept scoring touchdowns. Obviously, Kansas, uh, one of the most improved teams in the country. And last week against Virginia, uh, I mean, it wasn't a game. They dominated uh, that contest from start to finish. Uh, it looked like a you know pretty well polished program. So. I'm uh, going to see if they can continue that. Obviously, Georgia Tech was a team that, um, you know, had a lot of problems, uh, you know, expected. You know, whatever happened with Collins, but, you know, you saw a lot of transfers. Um, and, and now with this program being up in the air, you're probably going to see even more uh, transfers. I think what's keeping this line down, Jimmy, is, you know, they've played a very tough schedule uh, so far. Obviously, Clemson, Ole Miss, uh, Central Florida, and Pittsburgh it looked much better. Uh, the last couple of weeks, even against UCF, uh, looked better. And then last week, it was an odd game uh, going up against the Panthers uh, last week. You know, weather kind of played uh, somewhat of a factor uh, in that game. But, you know, they get the win. Uh, what's the, the, the interim head coach, uh, you know, the last name, Key? I forget his first name. Mm-hmm. 
you know, he basically admits, I don't really know what I'm doing uh, as far as trying to lead this team and be the head coach here. So I think they bounce uh, off that Pittsburgh win. I'm going to go against them here, see if the Blue Devils can get it done. Yeah, uh, Georgia Tech in that win at Pitt was, uh, they benefited from a three to zero turnover ratio. Mm-hmm. So that assisted their cause. We can't. Can't uh, handicap the turnovers, and, well, if they, they were even, they probably would not have won that game. But they did. I need Duke to win uh, minus a three there. <laughs> Maryland is a covering machine. Uh, the, Tua's little brother, he did bounce back from an injury, and he did play uh, the entire game, 32 of 41 for 314, a TD, and no interceptions, a 27-13 win over Michigan State. Uh, Purdue comes into town to College Park to take on the Terrapins. Uh, total is what we're looking at at 59 and a half. Yeah, I'm going to go uh, over the total here, Jimmy, 59 and a half. I mean, you know, the bottom line is, you know, you're looking at two college teams, which you don't often see in the Big Ten, but two teams that want to have fun and go out and throw the ball uh, around a little bit should equate to uh, uh, plenty of points, I think, on Saturday. You look at uh, the Purdue uh, end of the uh, spectrum here. Obviously, um, you know they get O'Connell, the quarterback, uh, back uh, last. I'm sorry, last week against Minnesota, they go in uh, uh, to the Gophers and, and win that game. And you know, it was a low-scoring game. Obviously, the Gophers play at a very slow pace. They were missing their stud running back um, in that game. Abraham, so you know, yeah. Purdue kind of uh, did what they had to do uh, to win that contest the week before against uh, Florida Atlantic. Remember, the quarterback didn't play. O'Connell didn't play. They were missing some key pieces uh, from an offensive perspective. I think that kind of kept the scoring down a little bit in that game. But the bottom line with Brom, the head coach, this is an offensive-minded guy. They're always creative with what they do. They're going to throw the ball twice as much as they run the ball. So uh, no problem playing that team uh, over the total. I've been betting... Uh, this Maryland team just about every week, or at least over the total. Yeah. Uh, you know, I think a few week ba- weeks back uh, we gave out uh, Maryland SMU over the total, uh, which just didn't get there. But again, if you watch the game, I mean, there was a thousand yards in that game. There was turnovers inside the red zone uh, for both teams. It just wasn't quite efficient enough. Uh, but you could definitely see. Uh, you know, you mentioned the quarterback here for Maryland, uh, wide receiver. They are loaded. Uh, from an offensive standpoint, so again, they can they can move up the field and score. For whatever reason, the the scores have just kind of been kept down uh, so far. Even last week against Michigan State, uh, there was points to be had. Um, you know, in that second half, it was frustrating. I had a bet uh, on Maryland last week. They kind of settled for a field goal uh, a few times. They had the ball first and goal at like the two three yard line. They didn't get anything. Turned it over on downs. Uh, in that game, so I think uh, Maryland, they, you know, they should have uh, some of these games should have had more points. Uh, I'm going to guess that happens here. So I think uh, big offensive day here over the total. Yeah, Ibrahim was missed. Uh, the PJ Fleck and the Minnesota Gophers uh, kept that injury really, really tight-lipped uh, because mm-hmm. that was a big difference maker. I mean, that was uh, they did very little uh, in that Purdue game. So Purdue was uh, content on just kind of uh, not. Not turning the ball over and not uh, giving him a short field. Finally, we'll go to uh, Pitt into Heinz Field. And Pitt Panthers trying to bounce back from that uh, three-touchdown uh, chalk uh, loss to Georgia Tech at the same place last week. Virginia Tech comes in, and Virginia Tech, uh, well, Brent Price, 
trying to find some offense. And even against lowly North Carolina's right. defensive unit, they could not uh, produce a whole lot of points last week in Chapel Hill. The total is 43-and-a-half. Yeah, I should have just uh, stuck. I'm going to go under the total in this game. My initial kind of read on Virginia Tech, I played them the first couple of weeks uh, under the total. I should have kept going there. They've gone under the total. Uh, each and every game, obviously, they get uh, Brent Pry, the uh, defensive coordinator here from Penn State. I mean, he came into a situation, and you know, he made it quite well known. I mean, they were going to be up against it from an offensive standpoint. Was going to try to win defense and special teams, um, but you know, the offense has just been totally non-existent uh, for this team. And they're playing slow. They're trying to run the ball. Uh, it just has not been there uh, for an offense that really returned three starters, no quarterback whatsoever. Uh, so, you know, against a Pitts, uh, Pitts defense that uh, is obviously the strength of the team and uh, very capable, I, I just have a hard time seeing uh, Virginia Tech uh, getting to uh, 10 points uh, in this game. And, you know, even the last couple of weeks, you mentioned North Carolina. I mean, North Carolina is a dead over team. I thought West Virginia uh, kind of a dead over team. Those games uh, both go uh, under the total. Uh, meanwhile, you know, Pitts, you know, just a really a completely different team than they were a year ago. And so far it's, it's really played out that way for the most part, but um, you know, the, the quarterback picket, they lose him. Uh, we saw him uh, playing for the Pittsburgh Steelers last weekend. Uh, but you know, you're, you know, they bring in the kid from USC Slavis, but you know, he's been a little bit banged up. It's just not going to be the same thing. Lost uh, offensive coordinator Whipple as well. Uh, they're playing with a lot slower pace. Uh, with what they're doing, and again, quite honestly, you know, Narduzzi he, he prefers to play uh, this style, coach. Uh, yeah, kind of grind out type of style uh, that you're getting with these low scoring games. I mean, last week, you know, that was a, a dead under. It got to 47 really late uh, against Georgia Tech. Uh, you know, lower scoring game against uh, Western Michigan. Uh, obviously, you know, they played two over teams the first couple of weeks in Tennessee. Uh, in West Virginia. So uh, that total's getting adjusted here with Virginia Tech, but going to try to go at least one more week under the total. Pitt did uh, play uh, catch-up last week, so they threw it a lot more than usual. Mm -hmm. Slovis was 26-45 with three TDs and one interception last week. Two fumbles really killed them uh, in that game against Georgia Tech. So under the 43-and-a-half, Virginia Tech and Pitt. Uh, Purdue in Maryland over the 59-and-a-half. Again, Tua's little brother with uh, those three wideouts, who a lot of explosive elements uh, to that Maryland offense over the 59-and-a-half. And Duke, minus three uh, at uh, Georgia Tech. So a couple of ACC games and an old ACC team in Maryland. So you going East Coast on us uh, this week uh, is Aaron Renning. All right, ER, good luck, man. We'll, uh, we will talk to you next week for Aaron Renning. I'm Jimmy Ott here in the Sports Betters Paradise on the Bet Rivers Network.